Welcome to the 21st Wolves Women podcast. I'm your host, Nick. I'm joined by Tom. Hello, everyone. And Sai. Uh, hi, everyone. And we, this is a special podcast because we've got the roundup of the County Cup final in part one. And then in part two, we'll be joined by some special Saints fans, uh, special guests there, who will ch- and we'll chat through the playoff final with them. So diving straight into the County Cup final against them, lot down the road. Um, we'll just quickly run through the team lineup: um, Shan, Laura Cooper, Anna Price, Emma Cross, Maz Gauntlet, Tammy George, Jade Cross, Amber Hughes, Kelly Darby. Anna Morfitt and Beth Merrick was the lineup. And for those who have not heard, we battered them. We won 4 1. Um, so there you go. That's all good. That wrap up now, done. Um, no, I think first thing, Mystic Tom, you, you were nearly spot on. You had the four. Well, you know, so good predictions. <laughs> I was close, not close enough. <laughs> uh, do, do you know what? I, I think. What I think, you know, sort of stopped us was, uh, I'll stop you getting that, was that Shan was being generous. She she wanted to give them a head start to see if they could do anything. <laughs> and I, I know, and you know, I know Shan sort of put her hands up and already said, you know, sort of admitted that there was a bit of a mistake there, a bit of miscommunication. But I think it showed that even with that, they were struggling against us. I think it was there. I mean, their best performance um, this season against us, and we still were um, significantly better than them uh, this season. Wouldn't you, oh, this game, wouldn't you say, Tom? Yeah, we was. Um, but it was a golfer class between the two teams. Um, I think my, as I say, it was probably the better of their performances. Um, but you expected that because um, cup final, West Brom was always going to be up for it. Um, so, you know, you're going to expect a response from them, especially after us beating them twice in the league. Um, but it just shows, you know, we've got that goal for class, extra goal for class in our squad. And yeah, West, West Brom just wasn't just wasn't competing with us. No, I, I, and the, the goal site, I know you've seen, you've seen them since. Um, Amber, Maz, uh, Animal Fitz penalty and then Tammy George's. Which one, which one is your personal highlights of that? Mazzy's for a multitude of reasons. Uh, Mazzy's has had 10,000 views. They keep saying about Tammy scoring screamers, and, and I don't like being disrespectful, but the keeper's got to save that. 100% the keeper should save that. But um, Mazzy's is just unbelievable. And I, I, thankfully, I wasn't there because I've heard that she's been getting some abuse from, from Albion fans or so called fans. Um, and that's just disgusting. So to do that in front of them. Um, and give them the shush uh, is is the least they deserve. Um, we just don't have that in the women's game. And you don't have that in football, but it, it doesn't happen in the women's game. It's not on. It's not acceptable. Um, I'm going down a bit of a rabbit hole here. I just wish that... I know that the Wolves men were playing at the same time, but if we can have a 1,000 people for the under-23s, a 1,000 away fans for the under-23s on a Friday night and create that atmosphere, then for God's sake, you know, in the cup final, we could have had more... You know, not criticising anyone. I just wish that more people were taking interest in it. And, you know, we've battered them. We've battered the Albion. And, yeah, we scored some amazing goals. There aren't any goals scored like that on the under, for the under-23s. Some strikes like that. It's unbelievable, the technical ability um, and the excitement from what I've seen uh, in the game. It had everything. 
So, um, you know, any Wolves fans listening that think, or anyone that listens to this, pass it on and get to other people that, regardless of what division Wolves are in next season, just start going and supporting them and going down and watching their games. I think it's really important. But yeah, yeah. I know I've gone off topic, but uh, but yeah, ten thousand. Imagine having something on on YouTube, ten thousand views on your goal, and and that's the thing is that we know for matters that's every week. Mm. It's every single week she just scores, and I keep saying it. She just scores goals like nobody else in the club can. She's unbelievable. Some of the things and just the improvisation. And I remember the volley that she scored when we were sat next to it. I can't remember which game it was now. And just hit it on the volley and just guided it past over the keeper. Just unbelievable. She's just got the knack of scoring goals, and I really think that she's going to be the difference. Uh, further, and I will preview the game, but she will be the difference because when you need a goal and a moment of inspiration from somewhere. Then Maz Gornitz, you go to. Yeah, and just quickly picking up on on what you're saying there about the sort of the fans. I was really disappointed actually in Tim Spears. He comments about that, that the under 23s was the first Black Country derby for, since last season, and we'd had already played them three times and battered them three times. So yeah, all the women. You know, so it's like. But then, but then Spears tweets today and said, and and I like Tim. I really do. I have a lot of time for him. I think he's a really good journalist and he's a really good guy. But he puts on there. Um, Wolves women player of the season. No surprises there, Tammy George. Hey, would you know? <laughs> you know that that you know, and I'm sure this won't get back to him. I'm sure he's got better things to listen to. But hey, would you know? You don't cover us. You're not there every week. You're not seeing. We know. We we see a week in week out. We know she's player of the season, and we know it's no surprise to us. We've got a group chat. We all said Tammy, fantastic. Yeah. But you know, give us more. So we give more coverage. More. You know, the need more, regardless of what division they're in need much more the club are doing it I can't fault the club doing everything they can now the local media the athletic you know you'll pay your money for athletic surely they can put a bit more out and just give us a bit more exposure so we can have 2,000 fans on a Wednesday night in a cup final against whoever yeah no I completely agree and Tom you're obviously there just get back onto the sort of the abuse that Maz received um I mean, obviously, yeah. First of all, yeah, join signing what we said about sort of it's not needed, um, full stop, end of. Um, but she answered them in the right way, didn't she? She silenced them good and proper. Yeah, she did. Um, you know, first there isn't there's no room for that kind of abuse in football, um, especially not in the women's game. And if you think that that's okay. That that's acceptable behaviour, then stay away. We don't want you watching the, foot, the football. We don't want you here. Just stay away. If you think that's okay to abuse and discriminate against any player, then just or any fan, that is, just stay away. We don't want it. Um, but yeah, she gave a perfect response, went over, celebrated, and in front of the Albion fans. And yeah, it, it was just that for me is probably a the best celebration of the whole season, the way she did it. Because after what happened, you know, that was her, you know, just silencing them. And well done, Maz. You know what I mean? It's just wrong. And as I say, fans want to abuse our players. Stay away. Just don't come. Yeah. And I think we just must pick out um, some of the West Brom fans and the West Brom management who did come out on Twitter and did call it out and did say it was wrong um, and did condemn the abuse and did you know accepted that Maz celebrated in the way she did for the right reasons um because yeah and that's fair to say um and I think I, I think that's yeah rounds up that that whole issue I think Maz yeah Maz has spoken on the matter now uh, and it's hopefully the uh, the people who did it 
will uh, think about their behaviour again in the future and not do it again. Um, just picking up a couple of the bits on that performance, I think, you know, I think it was a good warm up for the the, the coming playoff final. Personally, I think there were obviously West Brom were going to be up for it, but it gave us that chance to do that sort of big game prep um, and mentally as much as anything, not necessarily physically, but going through the motions of preparing for a final. What do you think about that, side? Momentum, winning mentality, that's all become key. And even and even as granular as the level of, okay, we went a goal down and we didn't panic. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We went a goal down in a big game and we just stuck to it. And I think Carl's mentioned it as well. Um, Carl speaks so well. I mean, Macca does. No, no, Macca will listen to this. But Carl speaks so well and he's so calm in the way that he speaks. It's just the Wolves way. And okay, we're going to go down, but there's no panic. Do the thing. And that, you know, that I think that's crucial. You know, whatever happens, it could come in off someone's backside or a fluke, a mistake, something, you know, I don't think it will, but it could. Um, and that's really important. And that is key. You just keep winning. They, they, you know, Mac has said it a million times. These girls do not know when they're beat. So they will have to draw on all their experiences from this season, working together as, as a team, getting themselves into all sorts of situations, whether it be working the way back into a game or managing a lead or just containing for, for periods of time. We know Southampton play a, a lot of pretty football and they're quite quick and pacey, but we know that we're physical and strong and we can we can tough it out. So, you know, I think it's uh, be a good blend. Yeah, no, definitely. And talking of Maka, Tom, it looked like he was on the phone at the end, sort of speaking to the players. They seemed to certainly gather around and, and sort of be on the phone. I, mean, I think that was really good that he was able to have that that phone call with them on the pitch at the end. Don't you agree? Yeah, most definitely. Um, because obviously, you know, Mac has been a big part of his group all season. Um, and, you know, to get that moment with him, albeit, you know, on a, on a video call, it was just brilliant for him. And it's brilliant to see that, you know, Wolves have involved him in that, in that final. And, you know, yeah, because it's been a massive part of it. He is a massive part of a club. You know, and, you know, hopefully, you know, when, when we return, who knows, we could be a, a championship club. Yeah, I think that'll be a lovely piece, something good for him. Um, and just sort of picking up on that whole sort of peak, or that end pit bit there, my one piece of concern, Tom, and I don't know whether you saw it as well, was Ali seemed to have picked up a bit of a knock at the end. She was heavily strapped up and she didn't play the last couple of minutes because she got injured. Um I don't think we've seen anything about that. Have you seen anything about that, Tom? No, I've not seen anything about that. Um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, she'll be fit and ready to go. I, I don't think there'll be anything trying to stop her. Do you, do you, side? Do you think anything will stop Ali from getting onto that pitch if she can be? No, I don't think she'll start. I think she's been out of the side for various reasons. I think more to what she's been doing away from Wolves and some of the university. I know that she struggled to force her way into the starting lineup after a, a suspension, which is just, a, you know, a really unfortunate thing, you know. Mm. Um, it was a red card. It's just an unfortunate one. Um, but what a great, you know, what a great player to have on the bench to come on if, you know, for, for both, in both scenarios, you know, she's pacey direct and can, you know, if it's not working for either Jade or for, um, for, for Beth then to, to come on or a different option. So I hope she's fit. I hope she should be there. I don't think she'll start, but definitely a, a great weapon to have off the bench. Yeah, no, completely agree. I think she's an excellent baller as well. And, and you know, it's, you know, not just the men who have somebody who plays futsal. Um, 
But just so wrap, I think that sort of pretty much wraps up the county cup, unless I've missed anything there. Tom, anything you want to add on it? No, just well done, girls, on you know, beating the baggies again and, and, and lifting another trophy this season. Yeah, 9 1, 9 1 over three games. It's not bad, is it really? And and we gave them the, the one goal. There we go. Um, <laughs> we, we had the April player of the month vote, um, uh, and it was a a surprise. I promise you, it was a surprise result. It's like you'll be surprised by this result. Maz Gauntlet is April Player of the Month. There you go. It was almost as certainty as, as anamorphic scores penalties, although she has missed one. One. One all season. You can let Anna off one all season. Yeah. But yeah, no. So congratulations to Maz. Um, all being well, you know, we will uh, get to present that the uh, presentation to you there. And Talking about sort of uh, official recognition, etc. We've touched on it already in this pod. Um, Wolves women had their official Player of the Year announcement on, and it was awarded on the Molyneux turf today after the, uh, I was going to say, after the entertaining game against Norwich. <laughs> Were you there, Si? No, thank God. I was watching, I was refereeing a game, I was getting text updates, but just uh, the, the clubs, they're on holiday, they're on the beach, but anyway, enough about them. So the women were on the pitch and that is fantastic. You know, the club have done everything they can to integrate them and what a great experience for the girls to be on the pitch at the same time with a full house, getting the absolutely fully deserved, you know, two fingers, not two fingers up to them, but with two fingers up with a, with a tongue firmly planted in cheek. We've got two pieces of silverware this season. We've won the league. We've won a cup. Let's go and show it off, and let the and let the and again it increases the portfolio. And I hope that I really hope that some of the men have taken the time out to speak to them and have conversations with them and, and treat them as as football and equals that represent this club. And I really hope that they've come in, and I'm sure Cody and a few of the English lads will, because they will understand a little bit more about what it means to, to some of these. You know, the majority of our girls are all local. A lot of them are Wolves fans. Mm. Uh, great to see Tammy; she looks beaming on her picture, and 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 also for Whittle as well. What a great send off for her, you know, Wolves through and through, and to do that, and it's just again the club can't do enough for us. And when when we were had the end of season dinners at Telford, I'm not sure why they've they've canned those. Um, as a thing, but interesting. I, I liked what they did today. Uh, that's what they used to do in the olden days, you know, the player of the season. I remember Henri Kamara being announced as player of the season with the Senegal flags and all saying, please stay, please stay. And then he went and then he uh, went on strike two weeks later and, and then he, he rotted uh, the rat. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I just think what an experience for them. Um, and the club have been the club have made such big strides this year in integrating the women in, and I really hope that the fan base um, continues to grow, um, and we continue to to build on on the success for for this year. Yeah, I, I know Hughes texted out, uh, tweeted out a couple of pictures, um, and one of those does include the whole team in somewhere in one of the back rooms, somewhere the whole of the team with Cody and John Ruddy. And you know, sort of centre, you know, front and, or sort of back and centre of that picture that John Ruddy and Connor Cody. You can see they're both really chilled to be, you know, proud to be there with the players, with the Wolves women's players as well. So that's that's great to see. Really good picture to see there, as you say, uh, Tom, Tammy. Obviously, Wolves women player of the season. We've said you know, completely deserved, but I think you know the whole squad has been excellent this season. Um, any thoughts on Tammy and her award? 
Yeah, um, you know, um, as you say, the whole team have been excellent this season. It's been a team effort, um, you know, to get where we are, to win two trophies and to be in a playoff final. It's a team effort, but, you know, Tammy has been outstanding. She really has. I think we spoke halfway through mm. the season when we said it was between Tammy and Summer. Mm. And obviously, you know, Summer got um, hasn't played, she got suspended. So, um you know, since then, you know, Tammy's really stepped up a game. Um and, you know, she's been amazing. Um, so truly deserved, absolutely. You know, star player and you know, hopefully, you know, she'll make a difference in that big game what's coming up. Yeah, no, completely. Um it yeah, quality player. Uh, and also a lovely person off the pitch as well. Really friendly. Always happy to you know stop and say hi to the kids and sign autographs, etc. And have picture taken with people. Um, uh, yeah, we've always said how brilliant she is. Um, yeah, so I can't say much more than that about Tammy. But congratulations. And sorry, stole a little bit there fund about Wids as well. Getting her her framed um, shirt presented to her on the pitch by Gemma Friff at, at half time I believe that was as well so that's really good to have that um, one thing if we talk about things on the pitch we've got to mention obviously the goals from um, the Wednesday night from the Counter Cup final were put up on the big screen at half time in the men's game so they could see what four Wolves goals look like you know just to uh, try and give them some inspiration um, at least said soon as mended I think De Bruyne took more inspiration from it, but there you go. Um, that, I think, um, unless there's anything else before we sort of dive into part two, I think uh, wraps up part one. Um, we'll see you after the break. Um, thank you very much. Welcome to part two of the 21st Wolves Women podcast. Um, so joining ourselves now, to, we've got Chris and Shannon, who are both Saints fans. Looking, uh, take it you're both looking forward to the, the to Saturday. Definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're looking forward to Saturday. Um, there's a lot of excitement going on down here in Southampton for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just quickly, I, I presume you're like. I'm not going to get Tom and Cy onto their soapboxes on it at the moment, but I presume you're like us and want two up from the from the Women's National League and think this whole player thing is a bit of a disgrace in terms of sort of uh, only allowing, you know, only having one of us go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it needs to change next season for sure. Yeah, yeah it, it, it needs to change. Um, there's there's so much depth in the in, in tier three of of the of the women's game. Um, it needs to add the two up system. Um, it makes it a lot fairer, and it also gets it gets the play moving a lot better through through the system. Yeah, yeah. No, completely agree. And I mean, certainly, I know Tom and Sive have banged ice drum as much as myself, as well as myself. Um, so, cracky on. Looking forward to Saturday. What was sort of the exciting news this afternoon that broke sort of mid-afternoon What from Tom Gary of The Telegraph is that the BBC are going to be streaming the final. We, you know, so therefore, presumably on the red button. I mean, I'll come to yourself first, Si. What's your views on that? Um, it's really positive, but also I'm really pleased with the timing because... I wanted to do that two, three weeks ago because that may be a difference too. Oh, I won't go. I'll, uh, especially for, you know, 
for people, oh, it was just easier to, to watch it. And, and I feel sorry for the Saints fans. It's a long, long way to go. And there, there should have been, you know, surely there's some grounds in sort of Oxford's way or somewhere that would have been a bit more of a middle ground. Um, so it just means that the, the people are still going that would have been and then they've announced it. Um, so that's good. The timing's good. So they'll still get a decent crowd. But also it's really positive. It raises the profile. It just shows that the, um, the there's a level of interest in there. Um is it, I know it's been mooted. Has it definitely been announced by the BBC? Or... No, it's just, just Tom Gary exclusive for the Telegraph. Oh, right, okay. I mean, Tom's fairly on the on the um, on the media with on you know sort of awesome. Awesome. yeah. So I think, and I'll, I'll be honest, I engaged with the league um, back end of last week, and they had said to me that there was an announcement coming, and they were very excited about it. Good. Um, I'll be honest. I thought, oh, well, that's the FA player. Then that's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, do I get to, do the do the clubs get a bit more money? Some, money? some TV re- some TV revenue. What's that, <laughs> Shannon? Uh, from a Shannon, from a Saints fans' perspective, yeah, you pleased to see on the uh, the Beeb getting on, in on the act? Yeah, I'm I'm really pleased to see the BBC getting on the act because obviously we're about 149 miles away from Stockport, I think. And a round trip, that's, that's pretty far. So a lot of fans can't travel, families can't travel. So having it on BBC where people can watch, it's pushing out and getting more people in on it. And it's also a positive thing, like Simon was saying, because um, it's pushing the profile of women's football forward. And it's not just showing the Super League or Championship. It's pushing down further into tiers, which is going to obviously promote it more. So, yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, no, I completely agree, Shannon. But quick one for you, Tom. Do you think um, our very own Queen of Codstall might be doing some of the comms? Jackie Oatley? Hopefully, yeah. Um, you know, it'd be great to see Jackie um, on it. I think she still works with BBC, so hopefully, you know, she'll be involved in, in some capacity. Yeah, I mean, she's been very quiet on promoting it, which is, I was, I was surprised. I was hoping, you know, she'd be big ones saying it. So I think she's been in on the talks. So, I mean, Chris, it, I mean, I presume obviously they'll try and get somebody from Wolves and somebody from Saints to do some of the commentary. Is is there somebody you would like to see from your side of the house sort of, for, you know, um, former player or something like that? Well, former players, obviously we're a bit scarce of former players where we only started back in 2017-18. Um, where I do know that um, BBC Radio Solent are actually going to be putting it on the radio for us down in Southampton um, with uh, Adam Blackmore actually doing the commentary on the radio. Uh, mm-hmm. He normally just does the men's, um, so I'm guessing it is shoot down from Stockport across to Leicester on the following day to follow the men. Um, that's great news for us because he actually put it out on Twitter that he was doing that. That's good. That is good to see. I mean, obviously, you, Shannon, you touched on the fact that it's a long trip. You've had a, you were up in Solihull a couple of weeks back. I mean, for the League Cup, I mean, how's your season been this season for yourselves? Obviously, you've won your league, so it must have been very good. But can, for those who haven't been following the Southern League, can you just tell us a little bit about the how your season's gone? Oh, well, we've had a very successful season, actually. We've won, I think it's, 22 of our games drew one, uh, drew two, uh, three, sorry, and lost one. So it's been a very successful season. We've had 16 clean sheets. Um, we've got, obviously, we've got joint top goal scorer and second joint top goal scorer, which is leading the way for the league and everything. But 
yeah, it's just gone great. And I'm really proud of how the whole team have done this season. It's been brilliant. And it's been brilliant to watch and follow as well. Yeah, no, definitely. And Chris, I mean, we we, we bumped into each other when I was doing my uh, uh, scouting mission on uh, sites. Spying, wasn't it? Spying. <laughs> I, I, I'll be open. I was open and honest. I was, I was there <laughs> spying. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think I came to see you guys, how you did against Huddersfield. I mean, personally, I'll put it hands up. I thought you were a good team, um, very quite fluid, attacking, fast-paced team. But I thought Huddersfield were unlucky not to get a penalty before you scored, and that changed the context of that game. But I think you've obviously you've won your county. Oh, you got you had to step out of your county cup, didn't you? But you've yeah, won we, had step, we, we had to step out of the county cup. Um, uh, I believe that there was uh, disagreements between club and county with uh, being able to move the final because obviously we had a hell of a lot of games to play in a very, very short amount of time. Um, we were playing, I think, I think, if I'm right, Shannon, was it about 16 in two months that we played? 14, 16, yeah. There's a lot of games, though. Yeah, so... Two games a week most of the time. Yeah, so obviously we were chasing our tails quite a lot since since the beginning of February. Mm. Um and, and that that also triggered from from the FA Cup from from Ipswich, you see. Um, so yeah, that that by going out of the FA Cup, maybe on a positive note, it gave us a little bit of a kick, um, especially with having our goalkeeper score as well in the under twentieth minute, which was well the scenes at that at the ground at that when we when that went in, it was uh, unbelievable. Definitely a moment I'm not forgetting for a while. Well, yeah. for a very long time, actually. Yeah, no, I can imagine completely. I mean, we, we I think we all saw that one and did did have a good chuckle about it and enjoy seeing that go in. Um, before we dive in, sort of into your key players, uh, Tom, Sai, any sort of comments, questions about Saint season? You want to go first, Sai? Um, obviously, do you think that they had quite a lot of games towards the end and a bit disjointed? Do you think that's helped them to sort of gain the momentum? Um, do you think that's probably been more of a help than a hindrance just that that regular game after game after game and, and keeping the same sort of settled 11 or certainly the settled squad thing that's a you know a good thing or a bad thing going into this game well I, th- I think it's a good thing that the we had a settled 11 as such um we were rotating um quite a few players week in week out although it was only t- three two three fours at a time it it wasn't always uh a constant flow of players. Um, it depended on who the opposition was as well. Um, it also gave some of the, the players who didn't have game time some some time onto the pitch, be able to uh, gain a bit of momentum for themselves. Mm. Mm. Tom? Yeah, um, what players should Wolves look out for? Like who's going to be the danger to, to Wolves in this cup um, final? Um, what? Well, you, I think uh, Lucia Kendall, um, our 17-year-old there, um, she's managed to get uh, quite a few goals this season. She's already got 14. Um, She was also uh, picked for the under-19s for the England team, uh, for the Euros. Um, But uh, unfortunately, she had to back out because she gained a bit of an injury up at Ipswich. Um, Mm. So that that, that gave us a player back, effectively. Because once she got fit again, she was playing for us. Um, up front, you've got Poozy. 
Um, she can hold the ball well, um, and she's gone and scored 23 goals this season in, in, in the league. Um, she does drift out of it sometimes, but yet she also holds that ball well and brings in the uh, midfielders and the wing play, especially uh, Farrah and Alicia Ware bringing up the wings. Um, we're quite interchangeable up the front there. Um, and then you've always got Rudy, uh, New Zealand international. Um, she, she's quite quick there. Um, she can actually pick the ball up off Pusey and run through past, past the defence. Yeah. Shannon, anyone else we should be looking out for? Um, I think Ella Morris is a bit of a firecracker. She's definitely one that you need to watch out for. But I don't want to say too much, but... <laughs> yeah. Who, who's your left? You definitely want to keep an eye on. You had a really pacey left back on uh, in that final against uh, Huddersfield. Who was that again? Ella Morris. Was that Ella Morris? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was Ella Morris, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Ella Morris. She usually plays yeah. it right back or right, right back, wing, because yeah. uh, we've also got Millie Mott who plays right back, right wing as well. Yeah. Um, so we're quite versatile across the across the across the pitch there. Mm. Um, we've also got a young um, Megan Collett. Um, she's 16. She only just come up through the academy this season. Um, we actually watched her in the Southampton Divisional Cup final uh, Monday just gone. Mm. And she played right back, left back, midfield, up front, left wing, right wing. She was pretty much running running the whole show. Um, it, was, it was interesting seeing the, 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 the academy side because yeah. we, haven't, we haven't had a chance to see them this season. So she she could be a a little diamond in the rough for us. No, definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah. well, you you um you guys, Chris, Shannon, you got any questions for for ourselves on play, likely players or uh, um, key players? Is there any players we should watch out for? Oh, <laughs> where, where, should we, where should we start? Where should we start, Tom? Do you, do you want to pick? Oh, go on, side. Go on. I'll let you. All, all of them. <laughs> um, oh. No, it, it's um. We've been through a bit of a, a transformation, I think, this this season and the way that, you know, we, a different style and a different team that you would have had at the beginning of the season. And we found getting results in a different way. Uh, I think the, the instruction of Maz Scornley coming back and now really getting fully fit just completely changes the way that we've played. I think we were a little bit over-reliant on, on wing play uh, mm. before Maz came in and Maz has given us a little bit of a... Um, just something different. She just scores goals from everywhere. So we've, we've got that. Um, and we're not necessarily reliant on getting it out wide and get crosses into the box. That said, we, we've had, um, in the first part of the season, we had Helen um, Demode, who, again, was more of a number 10 and linked up the play. Um, so we've changed and, and, and done quite a bit. Um, we're just a, a, a physical, in the right way, a physical side. Um, and we tend to work well against the sides that could, that can't, you know, muck in, you know, and they're not dirty. They don't give away many, you know, silly fouls or yellow cards, but they're very physical and can grind it out um, and really good at set pieces, set piece delivery. And, and they've got um, key players who can get on the end of them. So it'll be, uh, it will be an interesting game. I would definitely say the ones to watch for us, Maz uh, and Tammy as well uh, in the midfield, Tammy George, just your next player of the season. Um, she's quality. Yeah. Tom, want to chuck in anyone else on top of that? I think so is coming, Martha. We obviously got Shannon Gold as well. Obviously, she's won our Golden Glove. Um, Women League, our Pride of League's Golden Glove as well. Mm. Um, obviously, you've got Maz, who's obviously banging for him with the goals. 
And, you know, Tammy, who's been probably our best player all season and won the Player of the Year, player of the year award. Um, obviously, got Amber as well in there, you know, our top goal scorer. So, there's a few to keep an eye out. And I think, you know, as I said, we're a very, very physical team now. One thing, sorry to add as well, is our wingers that will switch um, quite a bit and they'll get, if they're not getting, you know, and they, it seems that they do it for themselves. So it's nice that Beth, Beth Merrick's a class player and Jade will sometimes, if they're not getting the joy they want, they'll switch wings without you sort of, they'll just pop up on the other side if they're getting a bit frustrated around there. And that's quite difficult. And other teams have, have struggled with that adjustment. So you need to be, uh, be mindful of that as well. So, yeah, so just to put some of those uh, sort of figures into, into uh, perspective, Maz has scored uh, seven goals in the last nine games for Wolves. Oh. And that is pretty much, uh, she came back in, she played her first proper game in February, but then took a little while just to get going. And then this sort of last, pretty much March, April, just been smashing them in. Um, and she scored our second in the County Cup final. And, uh, yeah, enjoyed celebrating that one as well, which uh, you could hear about in part one of the uh, show. Um, but, yeah, and as I think, you know, sort of the, the Tammy George has absolutely uh, been lethal. And she, I mean, and she only scores world is. I mean, proper, you know, if it's, if it's not 30 yards out, she's not bothered, you know, she's not interested in trying to score. Um, so, yeah. Um, the other person I'd pick out is, hasn't been mentioned, and it links back into set pieces, is Anna Morfitt. The number of times I've seen her scored direct from a corner. So if it gets a bit blustery up there um, in Stockport, then you could well see her making use of the wind and putting one in, into uh, into the box to challenge your keeper to see whether she can get it beyond the keeper and into the, sort of the, the, the goal. And as I said, I've seen her do it a couple of times. Um, well, it is up in Manchester. Anything's possible with the weather. Don't, don't. I'll tell you what. Now, I'll say it now. You don't tell the people in Stockport they're, they're in Manchester. They'll, they'll tell you they're, they're, in, they're in Cheshire. Cheshire. They're, they're in a good mood. They got promoted today. Oh, the oh. To, I mean, to, to be perfectly honest, um, the so the people I've interacted with from Stockport have been all. They're really up for the hosting the game, and. Um, been telling us how their ground staff and the club are really friendly. So actually, I think it's it should be a really cracking day out. And, and but yeah, they um, having grown up sort of a bit further north from there, it's the other side of Manchester. They, uh, the the folk in Stockport do like to point out that they're they're, they're the posh part of uh, Greater Manchester. And it's, it's a bit like it's a bit like Eastley then for uh, Southampton. They don't like associating. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, so. What, what do you think your your lineups going to be? I mean, oh, and so it mean, is it do you go four four two? Is it or five? You know, sort of five at the back. What's what's your formation? You normally go with. Shall I take this up, Shannon? Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. Um, well, I, I reckon we're going to go a four a four four two or a four two two two, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, obviously, Kayla Rendell in goal. Um, Millie Mott at right back, Laura Rafferty and Rosie Parnell in the middle, and Ella Morris over at left back. Mm. Obviously, Ella can chop and change as necessary. Um, across the middle, you've got Lisa Rutherford and uh, Lucia Kendall. Mm -hmm. um, then you've got Alicia Ware and Sophia Farrow out on the two wings. And, that, and they're quite adaptive, uh, interchanging with the front two and switching wings. And then up front, I'm going for Ella Pusey up front with Katie Rue just behind. 
um, just to pick up the number 10 role. Um, so therefore she can come on through past Poozy, who can uh, flick it around the corner. That nah, sounds good. You agree with that then, Shannon? About that, you think that's about right? Um, I've gone, I've gone fairly similar, but I've gone for a uh, one, four, two, three, one. Obviously, the same, same back four, same goalie, but I put where Farah, Farah and Freeland, and then with Pusey up front. So, we're pretty, yeah, pretty. Yeah, uh, it's. So it sounds like it'll be a fairly sort of. Um, a team that should that knows each other and plays well, to, you know, has been playing regularly together. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, it's quite quite an interchangeable formation for a team um, when they're playing. Um, it's quite easy that we could push Ella Morris forward and just have the three at the back. Mm. Um, it depends on what state of the game we're at and where we're heading. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I think Tom, do you want to have a crack at sort of prediction for the format for our lineup? Um, yeah, I think it'll be, you know, similar to um, what we played in the County Cup, which was obviously Shan, um, Laura Cooper, um, I think Perks um, will captain us, Emma Cross, you know, Maz will start, you know, the form she's in, um, Tammy, you know, um, Jay Cross, Amber Hughes, um, you know, Kelly Darby as well in the back, um, you know, Morph. Merrick, just here's our lineup. What we what we've gone for the last few weeks. We're having that's our strongest lineup. If if H is back, fit, which I say hopefully she is. If she's not, oh she'll feature. If not, then she won't. But I think that's that's probably our strongest lineup at the minute. Yeah. So you you agree with that one? Probably I probably Leah Burridge for uh, for for Perksey would be the only difference. I would say just from the ways that she's played and she didn't play in the County Cup, but. I think that was more of a, a sentimental um, thing. I'm not disrespecting Perksy. She's an amazing player. Mm. Um, she's absolutely brilliant. Um, and will feature in the game without a shadow of a doubt. But I just think he'll start with um, with Leah uh, and the rest of the team. I, I agree with Tom completely. Yeah, Leah in for Perks was going to be my one, would be my one switch there. So fairly, you know, and again, the team that's been playing together for quite a, you know, quite a last, you know, most of the last few games, certainly. Apologies if there's any confusion to Perksy. That's Anna Price, the captain, guys. If yeah. you don't know, but that was her maiden name. So we we all know her as Perksy. Everyone calls her Perksy, but that she's Anna Price on the uh, on the back so, of her shirt. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so uh, num- number four. Um, so yeah, she and if she comes on, she'll get. She'll be. Oh, she's playing. She'll have the captain's armband. Otherwise, it'll be Kelly Darby who will be uh, captaining the uh, the team. Um, so big one here. Score predictions, then, Chris. Come on, you, you, you can go first. Guests um, first, of course. I'm actually going for a two-one to Saints in extra time. Ooh. After ET, right? Okay, Shannon. Uh, I think it's going to be a very tough game. Not going to lie. So I feel like it's going to be either one all or nil-nil, but. Someone's going to get the winner within 90 minutes. Yeah, you reckon? A final minute go, I reckon. So one one nil. She, she's sitting on the fence. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think, I feel like we've done it a lot of times before. I feel like we'll get a, a last minute goal. Just to are you, are you saying uh, Kay, Kayla Rendell's going to get another header? <laughs> that, would, that would be something, wouldn't it? Definitely be something. <laughs> 
So one nil then you reckon, Shannon? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go one nil. Okay, Sai. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, one nil. I think it would be really tight and really cagey. I don't want to see a goal in the first twenty minutes because I don't think I'm going to manage to get there until about twenty past three. So if they can just keep it oh, nip and tuck till then, my daughter's got a cheerleading competition and she finishes at about twenty past one. So then it's uh, straight up the uh, up the M6 for me. Um, so, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be really cagey. I think there's going to be just too much on the line. I don't think we're going to see a lot of flowing football and, and again, 1-0 to the Wolves, a, a set piece or just one moment of, uh, and we're pretty good at holding on to a lead and, and to digging in. So I think that, you know the first goal is crucial and I think it will be Wolves and then uh, survive the onslaught in the last 20 minutes or so. Mm. Tom? It's going to be a tough game, um, but I'm going to say we might just nick it 2-1. Yeah, two one. You think you're right. Um, we had a former Wolves uh, player, bit of a legend for us, Jen Anslow, uh, on the on episode nineteen, so a couple of weeks back, and we got her prediction at the end of that show. She went for a three one prediction, um, so she was more confident than the rest of us because I'm also going for two one. Um, I, I think, yeah, I I could see it being a late late goal, sort of those dying minutes or just something just there because. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, something I've not touched on here, we mentioned, I mentioned previously, is I went to see Wolves versus Ipswich in a pre-season friendly down at Felixstowe. And both teams obviously worked, didn't have full strength teams out, you know, last pre-season, um, last pre-season game before the season kicked off. But they're fairly evenly matched. And obviously, you guys have gone sort of hammer and tongs with Ipswich all season and are fairly even. So I think it's going to be a really, really tight game. And I think, yeah, I think two one. I'm I'm sorry, I'm going to go Tammy Tammy Worldy Tammy Worldy just to seal the uh, seal the her season off her you know her real sort of standout season. Um, that will be uh, some some win way to win it. Um, there we go. Well, I will say I would say all the best to yourselves, um, but I don't wish you all the best. Hope to see you up there. Um, uh, and yeah, I think you know it'll be. Um, I think the main thing is that we have a. It's a really good game, really good uh, spectacle for the fans. And obviously, you know, there'll be. Uh, looks like there's going to be a really good turnout. I know we've got four coach loads going up. You've got three coach we've, loads going we've up. Sold, we've sold out the three bar one seat so far. Yeah. Um, I also know that there's a uh, quite a few uh, Northern Saints groups uh, actually heading down as well. Mm. Um, last I was told, there was about 30, 40 of them heading across. Um, and we've also possibly got someone flying in from the States to actually come watch because um, they were on their way to Leicester the following day. And I told them about this game. So they said, oh, we'll change our flights to Manchester. So <laughs> that's, that's like dedication. <laughs> yeah, no, congratulations on that. Well, we'll wrap the, the show up then. And we'll obviously we'll see you guys in the final up in Stockport. And, um, but thank you for that. Um, just quickly before we do, um, do you want to give, re- give your social media hashtags out, uh, Chris? Uh, SFC Women Fans, you'll follow up, find us there. Shannon? And at Southampton FCW1. Brilliant. Uh, si, Tom, anything you guys want to say before we uh, wrap up the show? Go on, Tom. Up the walls. Up the walls, yeah. Tom? Good luck, girls, and hopefully we'll come away with the win. Yeah. Up the walls. Well, thank you very much, guys, and we'll see you up there. Cheers. Thanks for having us. Cheers. Cheers.